Well, well, welcome to the Stay Focused Podcast. My name is Artie Delgado. I'm a Steadicam operator, film director, producer, and um, just super excited to be here on our debut of the Stay Focused Podcast. Uh, there's just so many things we're going to be going through on this. This has been kind of a long journey coming. Uh, it's been long overdue, I think, mm. and very excited to be sharing a lot of our experiences in the film industry with you guys uh, that are in, whether you're a, really, it doesn't matter if you're even in just in the film industry, if you're a creative person, if you are a photographer, if you are in the film industry, we would, we, we, we believe our journeys will be influential to what you will be doing as an artist. And um, we are around a lot of artists. We have been influenced by many artists. I think of me myself as an artist. And so part of that today is just getting started into our journey as yeah. our artistry, right? And yeah. what we do. Um, this podcast is super excited. There's going to be a lot of things that we're going to take along the journey. First of all, the stay focused name was just along the lines of just what it is, staying focused and what we do. The people are always wondering a lot about uh, the drive I have and, and where that comes from. And a lot of that is because I'm staying focused in what yeah. I do. And so it just stayed very simple to the name. I wanted it to not get cr too creative with it just to know what you're going to get out of this is to be how to stay focused in what it is you're doing. doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Uh, the podcast along the lines of just is going to be super exciting. We've got so many things planned up for this journey. We've got so many experiences in the film projects that we've taken on, whether it's some of the music videos that we've been able to do, whether it's uh, been some of the documentary work that we're taking on, yeah. whether it's the nonprofit stuff that we're doing, mm -hmm. a, lot of, a lot of inner city stuff that we work with. And then we just have a, a lot of exciting guests coming in. We've got people all the way from our good friend, Eric Vasquez, who works in the city of Pomona with a nonprofit organization called Justice for Youth. We've got my good friend, Bobby, my cousin, Bobby Duran, who's a amazing producer mm -hmm. and DJ. We have legendary Icy Ice gonna be coming in here, who's just a legend in his own name. Uh, these, are, these are also friends. I'm gonna have my father come in, you know what I'm saying? To hey, have Pops. the, Pops is gonna come in and talk and, and tell a little bit of his journey and his success, his legacy that he's left behind and, and maybe where I get a lot of my drive from. Mm -hmm. We're gonna bring in propaganda from a music video that we did called Bear With Me. We're gonna bring in Giovanna Cortez. We, we did a music video for her called Untouchable, which was a, just a, a, a game changer for us in the industry from us doing that music video. And uh, just, just some really good, talented people coming in. We have uh, Gina uh, from Gina's World gonna be mm -hmm. coming in and talk about her uh, about chemistry and all about that too. Yeah, I mean the, the, the list goes on and it's going to keep going on because we've made a lot of good relationships along the way and I just want to put them on and just team up and just share those experiences with them. So uh, sitting right next to me by the way is Jordan Keith, my right hand man uh, from Brink and, and just uh, is part responsible for putting this on. I mean this is yeah. one of those things we've been talking about doing for a while and mm -hmm. It's been long overdue, so it's finally getting us in front of the camera doing it. So I'm super pumped up about that. And, um, you know, there, there's so many things that we can start with. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that there's a lot of things that people may not know about me necessarily. They don't know about the team. They don't know some of the, the accomplishments that have taken us to get to where we're at today. And the journey and the hustle, man. Yeah. Really, that's bottom line. The hustle yeah. that it has taken to get here. There's a lot more to explain. And you cannot see that from necessarily the product in itself. Sure. So I'm excited to share some of those stories with with all of us in, in regards to that and, and continue the journey yeah, with those folks, you know? I, I think we're just finding that there's was a need to do this finally, this podcast, and it's been a long time coming, like you said, but yeah. so many people 
come at you with questions all day mm-hmm. and they want to know where you came from, how you got there and, and how you've been so successful. So I think yeah. there was, well, a, there was a need. I'm blessed. I'm lucky to, mm-hmm. to find that uh, what we have little success we've had so far is considered to be, you know, where, how we've done it. Uh, we are, we are continual learners about what we do. I'm around a lot of leadership. I put myself in front of leadership. Yeah. Uh, I'm intentional with people a lot I've learned a lot along the way and continue to learn. And, and that's one thing about this field is it never stops. You right. never stop learning. You never stop growing. You're open to change. You're open mm-hmm. to adaption. All of those things is really what has made me a, a, a leader in itself. And so being surrounded by great people and the people that I look up to has really taken me a long way. And being able to teach some of the things is just an honor. So I'm, I'm, I'm really glad to be part of that. But to take it farther back, we've getting a lot of people going, where did this journey start, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. everyone's got a story. You've got stories. A yeah. lot of the team's got stories. But to take it back where I started doing uh, film really takes it even farther back from when I was in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will go back many, many years all through college and, and through the guys. I was I was actually a musician. I was a hip-hop artist that for quite a while mm-hmm. and uh, was in the studio quite a bit. And I'll never forget the day that I first Man, got hold of hip hop. Hip hop was, I wanted nothing. I wanted nothing else. I wanted more of it. It was like a drug. Mm-hmm. Everything I wanted my hands on was all hip hop influenced. And once I got hit part of that music, I was sold. Mm-hmm. And so that was a lot of my growing process through through my creative juices going and writing and you know being in the studio quite a bit and and write it just storytelling. Yeah, that was. I guess you could say that's a lot of the beginning is of my storytelling. Yeah days was writing a lot of that and and was had a small success doing that spit something spit something spit something uh they say it's only in a dream while i already live it my best all-time record of the year was self-scientific crisis here for those of you accept it and some of us think it's too late and have already missed it Ooh. what was your name what was your what was your name so i went by the name of cal logic mm. uh, i did that for a lot of years had a had a good fan base and did a lot we i mean that's all we did yeah, one of my my cousin Bobby Durant was going to be coming in here a few weeks. He he was my partner and partner at the mm-hmm. time, and we were in a group all through college and and high school. High school really yeah. started back then. We got we would you know buy our first turntables, and mm-hmm. we were just around that for a lot. So I was very influenced by that. I was around a lot of creative guys. Still today, friends with uh, to this day, going on twenty five years of yeah. relationship building. Still today, good friends with, and so. There's a deep bond there, you know, and, and to see that the creative minds, we stay together and, and it's amazing. We're so blessed to have so many years later where we all kind of separated and did our own field. Some say stayed doing the music, some went into DJing and some did producing and some took up film and yeah. we all actually today still do jobs together. Yeah, we collab, are all, yeah. collab together. We're, we're building together. We're around it. So I'm blessed to have a great family of people around me for years and uh, yeah, I, I just am so blessed with that. So that's kind of been my, my, my upbringing through the creative juices of that. I came from really a creative family. My, my, parent, my dad was, a, was an artist. He was a, mm. he was a worship, worship leader. He was, a, he was in a garage bands all growing, throwing up, growing up. I was always, you know, every weekend they were gigging. Yeah. You know, my dad on the keys and, and his, whole, his whole band was there. And so yeah. I grew up around that all, constantly. Loud drums and music was normal to me. Mm-hmm. I tuned it out. Didn't even notice it because they were doing it every every other day, and so I saw my dad just juggling that in between 
being a father and, and, and having life and then a career and teaching and doing so much. Yeah. And to see that work ethic in him, you know, we're going to talk about that in a few weeks. He'll yeah. be here and it's exciting to talk about his work ethic and where that came from and where I've kind of taken a lot of that, but really didn't follow in his footsteps. I kind of took it in my own, my own avenue and uh, found my own light, I yeah. guess you'd say. So that was a huge thing for me uh, to find that. And so being it, being around that was, was my creative juices and, uh, and then, you know, going through the hip hop motions and, and starting to get into that, you know, I, I, I did that so often. I, I was in a studio all the time. I put out actually two albums. I mean, professionally done, did some small little touring, nothing major, but did some small touring, did have a fan base and was really doing it constantly. I mean, it's all we did every weekend. Yeah. I've done every, every, you know, club in, in LA area, you know, some of the major ones in the house of blues we've done and we've done you know, the whiskey, a go-go, we done Roxy. the Roxy, Roxy, we've mm-hmm. done, you know, just, just name them. We've done them. I and mean, it's done a lot of years. We did. A, and so that was a great success. I had a lot of fun doing it, but then I came to, you know, to a point in, in my, in my career in that saying, okay, how, how talented am I really? Because it was a lot of work. I wasn't, I wouldn't consider myself a gifted, talented person. I really had to work at it to yeah. be equally to some of the guys that were really just truly really talented. Right. And so, um, there was a, a big part of my life that just to just fast forward throughout that career and, and relationships and building, there was a big challenge for me that happened in the 2001, and mm-hmm. that's when I got rear-ended by a drunk driver, and that put me out for, for, for quite a while, two, two and a half years recovery, mm-hmm. and we will talk all about that. We're going to have a great session on that, but uh, that was a big transition in my life that, that, that really gave me a second chance at life. I shouldn't even be sitting here right now talking to you. Yeah based on that and so i'm excited to share that with you but then that 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 was a big transition for me and then you know coming out of that recovery and i find my identity again having to not even have use of your hands and having to go through therapy for years and to discover that i had to really adapt to that new life mm-hmm. and so that was a, a new thing for me and, and trying to find my identity again yeah. and just be having so many years of the music industry and the editing of music uh, I started, there was a challenge where I didn't know what else I was going to do. I just felt like well, hip hop is not going to pay my bills. Mm. I didn't, wasn't gifted enough to be well enough to where it was going to pay my bills. Let's yeah. just put it that way, bottom line. And so, you know, then that's when I started to get into, I had to grow up, man, and get a real job. <laughs> I had to grow up and get a real job at one point. And I did. And I, I would say the amount of jobs I've had being an artist that I am, you know, I've probably done every job you can think of. Yeah, you've been through it. I've been through a lot of jobs growing up, man. I've worked everywhere from banks mm-hmm. to grocery stores. Aren't, to, you, a, aren't you a butcher or something I was like a that? butcher. Yeah. I worked as a butcher for a while. I worked at insurance companies. I worked in warehouses. I mm-hmm. worked as an EMT. I drove an ambulance for a That's minute. Right. Did that for a few years. I've done, you know, working. I've, I've done so many things and truly just I, bu- I believe all those gifts of what I've, I've got from all those jobs yeah. today is what made me at least a little talented at sure, what I do today they re- I really give a lot to what I've all my career to, to all the jobs I've ever had even the horrible ones yeah so people if you've got a horrible job out there know that eventually it could have some skills sure. that you will gain from it and uh, make you for what you have been made, meant to do so yeah. that was really huge for me so uh, finding myself out of, of jobs and kind of finding my identity and even some relationships, I, I I could almost look back at almost every one of my jobs. I've got a few, one good or at least at least one very close friend today from each one of those jobs, right. which we'll talk about 
relationship building mm-hmm. that there's a huge part of what um, has been a success from us is just really to build relationships is really everything in this industry. And so being able to go from making good money, didn't know what else I was going to do. There came a moment where I had to find out what I want to do in life. And after healing from this accident, getting going from making no money down and out. At one point I worked three jobs and, uh, I was getting a hold of, a, of camera work. I just loved it. I just kind of adapted to it here and there. I already had a lot of the editing skills and the right. ability of editing music. So that was a real thing that I already had been doing for years. Mm-hmm. But it was something about telling story through, through video. And I just started dabbling with friends, doing little, I used to try and do little videos when I was doing it as a hip hop artist. I know yeah. back then nobody was producing music videos. Mm-hmm. It was too expensive. It wasn't at your fingertips. You didn't have the ability of hiring your friends to make your video like today. Yeah. I mean, now you could just call your friend over and you got yourself a music video. It's not like that at all. You, it, you, it was always a minimum of $20,000 budget to ever do one. So there sure. wasn't ever thought of it. So, you know, I would do stuff with my mom's camera at the time and it just was making anything I could do. I, I kid you not, I one time, did a press kit. This is a great story. I did a press kit with my all my my shows that I had done mm. with two VCRs put together. I kid you not. Did I tell you this story? <laughs> no. I put two VCRs together. Yeah. And you 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 press record on one VCR. Yeah. And you press play on the other. Okay. And then you pause the VCR and then you fast forward to another show. It's just like so editing. You're, yeah. You're editing with two VCRs. That's nice. I paused it. I'd fast forward to another segment of my show, and then right where the part where I want it to be, I'd unpause the VCR, record it for a good you know, 20 seconds, pause again, fast forward to another show, and then before you know it, you had snippets, and it, it was a seamless cut, boom, just like a cut on, a, on an editing bay today. Yeah, yeah. It was exactly like that. We did it with VCR tapes. You're old, bro. Now, that's what I was just going to say. I've just <laughs> aged myself, maybe. Yeah. But this is, this is the, the thinking I was already editing Crazy. video like that. Yeah. And it was the only resources I had. Right. It probably took days to do this, 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 this cut. Yeah. And you couldn't turn the VCR off because if you turned it off, it would make that static feel. And it, oh, you yeah. had to actually pause it. If you turned it off and stopped it, it would give a gap where the, the static mm. would give. So I had to leave the VCR on overnight in order for it to make sure I wasn't done yet. Crazy. And then I would add music to it through, I would add music through it, um, through the outside audio. It was a music video or what? You no, it was a press kit, an EPK yeah, press yeah. kit. It was for you? For me, to, to, to have clips of my shows. Yeah, I was making videos and... so I could get more shows and, right. and make press kits. I did it like that at one point. Crazy. And it was successful, but that was the first time I ever had ever edited or cut film. Dang. I mean, it just takes you back to the history of when they used to literally cut film oh, yeah. to edit, right? Sure. So that was the next level right. of tape. So VHS, yeah. I come from that day of doing that. So interesting to find out that's where it started. And... Uh, yeah, so uh, th- this is a great story. My my real first uh, official hiring as a film uh, video- videographer at the time yeah. was I was at the time I was working three jobs. Didn't know what I was going to do. I mean, I was down and out, man. Uh, didn't 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 was fine trying to find my identity. Didn't know what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, coming from 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 being handicapped for two and a half years, and and you're you're trying to find yourself. You're working make more. I used to make good money. I'm now working a, 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 a basically a job in a warehouse. I end up getting a job at Target because it was the only mm-hmm. thing I could get at the time. Yeah, and you know, most of my friends who came from the same world of working where I came from, they wouldn't do it because they, they used to make so much money. They wouldn't go work in a place like that. 
for me, I didn't want to lose my house. Yeah. Like I just got to do what I got to do. Yeah, the pride. hustle was still there. The, yeah. yeah. So a friend got me a part-time job working at Target, but I was working in, mm. in electronics. Yeah. And when I worked there, I'll never forget, this is the greatest story where I started my career. When people ask, where did this start? Yeah. Where did the career start? People ask me all this time, and this is the day my career started. Mm-hmm. I was coming in one day, I worked the morning shift, it was 6 a.m., and this dad had come in with a tuxedo, kind of half on, and he was in a rush. He had come in the, in, into the electronic department, rushing and saying, hey, excuse me, uh, can I get, just give me the best camera you got. And I'm like, oh, we just opened the store. I yeah. mean, it was first thing in the morning, he was in panic, just give me the best camera you have. I yeah. said, okay, well, it would probably be, I knew something about which camera was the best one based on price, and I said, this is probably the best one you want. He said, I'll take it. So I'm ringing him up and I said, well, what's going on? So I'm ringing him up. What's going on today? Like, what, you're all dressed in a tuxedo. What are you doing? He says, my daughter's getting married today and the video guy flaked on him. Oh. So fake it till you make it, they say. Yeah. So I said, well, that's interesting because that's what I do. That's I didn't so even know my own camera. That's so you, bro. Isn't that me? Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I, did, and I did it confidently. I bet you did. Oh, I did it straight faced yeah. confidently. He says, no way. I said, that's what I do. He goes, can you film my daughter's wedding? And I said, well, I'm, sir, I'm working. Yeah. Like, I'm at work. He's like, no, it's not till tonight. It's not till four o'clock. And I'm like, I'm off at one. Oh, my God. I said, yeah. He said, what would you charge me? Now, I didn't know at the time, but I said like 100 bucks. I mean, it was today. That was more than I made in a day. Yeah. And um, back then, it, the weddings were not doing what you're doing today. So right. it was not a normal thing. That was a lot of money to do that at the time. And uh, he says, I'm down. Let's do it. So he got my contact number. He didn't buy the camera, by the way. He saved himself money by not buying the camera. Oh yeah, because he decided not that makes to. Makes sense. And uh, then I end up, uh, I end up panicking because I didn't know what the heck I was going to do. I couldn't. First of all, I didn't think he would do it. So I was <laughs> testing out my sales skills. Like, yeah, yeah, I, that's what I do. Yeah, that's what I do. You succeeded. And, uh, you, yeah. Uh, I, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I called my good friend Ralph Gonzalez. Shout out to Ralph. This is the guy that I started doing film with mm-hmm. um, back when we re- would race motorcycles. And Ralph had a camera. And I drove all the way to El Segundo oh, man. to go borrow his camera. Where I called the, him. Where was the wedding at? It was like in West Covina somewhere, okay, but just, yeah. just nowhere so near. Way out of your way. Yeah, way out of the way. I yeah. had to go to El Segundo, pick up his camera. Yeah. Didn't even know how to use it. Of course. I mean, it was a higher end camera. Yeah. It was like, a, it was one of the Sony DV cameras. And oh, I didn't yeah. know how to, I didn't even know anything about, there was no, I didn't even know ISO. Like oh, I didn't yeah. know, I thought it was just auto, just like all the cameras I'm used to using. Right. Had no idea about ISO at all. So. I went all the way to his house, borrowed the camera, picked it up, and I looked official. I mean, I showed up with this, at the time, was official yeah. camera. Filmed the entire wedding. I filmed the entire wedding. I didn't, uh, didn't remember how it came out, but I remember just the ability of editing was still there. Mm. Uh, I did have a computer, a PC at the time, just started out. It took me probably two months to edit this wedding. Yeah. But I will tell you, the day that they got that wedding, it was like they were blown away. I mean, it was really blowing they ended up writing me a $500 check. Oh, come on. The dad was so impressed, he wrote me a $500 check. You should have told him. I lied to you, bro. Yeah, at that point, I was not humble at that First time. First time I, I ever picked like, one up. I was like, yeah, it was the bomb. Like, yeah, of I just, course, yeah. I felt very you know, proud of what the work was. It took yeah. me forever to do, but... That was the first time I realized, wait a minute, I think I've got something here. Yeah. And, uh, and I went, I, I, not only did I have something that I was good at, but I loved it. Yeah. I did it for two months straight and I didn't feel like I had worked. I've never I just, heard that story. I loved it. It's crazy. And that was the original, that was the first time I realized this is something that I can do. And then mm. I realized here I'm grinding out three jobs. Let me take this, this, this thing and see if I can make this work. Yeah. And that's when I started to research everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, never, never had film school. 
I, I didn't obviously couldn't afford film school. Yeah, uh, did, I wasn't even committed enough to say film school was an option. I was a little, I got into it a little late in life for me. Right, but uh, still young in my head mm-hmm. because this is just a new thing for me. It was like honestly, this was the day that I discovered hip hop. Yeah, it was like that Same all thing. over again. It was the day I discovered hip hop, and, yeah. and just like I wanted to absorb every album I could get my hands on, uh, get my hands hold of. It was the same thing with video. I yeah. wanted to be able to, ex- all the knowledge. I want to know everything about it. Everything, cameras. I want to know all about how to edit. How can I be a, pro- everything. Yeah. And so I really, really jumped into it full force. I studied every day. You know, people will, will say, you know, you don't have film school background, but I will tell you, I have a schooling background. Yeah. I worked my butt off every day, every day, hours, sleepless nights, studying, yeah. studying, studying, learning how to edit, how to be better camera what they do i mean there was nobody there nowadays there's so many of us i think doing it now even us just doing this podcast yeah being able to help teach people on how to do this was this didn't exist right there was nobody doing this yeah and it was the guys at my my level also learning it for the first time yeah. so and then and then a cameras and, and gear was being able to at least be a little affordable if you can get your hands sure. on it or you were borrowing friends cameras like what yeah, i had done yeah and so that's really was the start of me kind of getting into it. And so I did it as a hobby, started doing a couple more, you know, weddings and weddings and getting hired on weddings. I was getting better at weddings. And Well, you might not have done school, but your experiences, I mean, that sometimes that surpasses school. I mean, they, you, you learn from getting thrown into it. They have been. Now you are a prime example of that. You have some film school background. Yeah. And what did you say when you came on board? I mean, there's things that you were learning right off the bat. You were like, dude, I learned. I never, we never did this. There's things like, we yeah, were, we were, you were learning so many things. There's a lot of things where it's a lot of times in, in different film schools from what I've heard, I can only speak for mine. Right. A lot of this stuff is more theory and book knowledge. And which is it's, good. It's which is totally. absolutely great. If you have the ability of doing that, you're yeah. younger, you want to, but sometimes when you ra- rapidly want to get into the yeah. field and, and, and your the real life experiences of what it was like. Yeah. Yeah, this has been really like a grind for me. Yeah. And man, the hustle, like I said, coming back from my dad, which we will talk about, but the hustle has never gone away. The Mm -hmm. same hustle that I did when I was doing music and hip hop and that grind of always trying to get another show, teaming up, building with people to get booked and travel. And how can I now be my own manager when I was doing that in the music industry? The same thing has adapted over to this. Yeah. Uh, the only thing is I've been more matured. I've learned a lot more mm-hmm. in my, in my, in my journey here and my ability of being able to say, I am not able to do this solo. Right. This is a team effort. This yeah. is the ability of working with great people. And that has been the biggest, I can say my biggest part of my success in this recent years has been really a team of people I've had around me. Yeah. The people like you guys pushing me just doing this show is an yeah. example of just that saying that we need to do this. We need to get, we need you. People are asking you need to, it's time to do this. Mm-hmm. And so, that has been a real big journey leading up to that. And, and uh, finally, you know, when I had to get a camera for myself, mm-hmm. pulled a loan out, my first loan, and, 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 and did that, hustled it, paid yeah. $1,200 for my first camera, used camera. What was it? It was a, uh, it was a, it was a JVC 100U. I mean, the I thing had... was huge. Yeah. Huge. It was a friend of my dad's who was kind of going out of the industry. Mm. He had it left over, was willing to sell me a great big package. And man, I felt like a big time film guy because the camera was so huge yeah, yeah. and it felt like I was legit and, yep. and it really was everywhere I went with this thing. It was like, watch out, this guy's coming through. Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, and so that was a, that was a real big thing for me to finally get my first camera. And I went to, I went to school on that, man. Mm-hmm. I, I shot everybody and everything with that thing. 
And that's what led led into the one of the biggest journeys of me when I when I really got my first career job. Really, yeah. uh, this is this is the first time that I had, had been you know really involved in church. I was getting involved a little bit more and volunteering quite a bit, mm-hmm. even getting involved in my church's media team, and just hey, anything camera based, I'll do. Yeah. I mean, I went in there and just worked a camera where I'm sta- you know filming the pastor, right. and that was something to get involved. And I was willing to do that to learn more and meet people and mm-hmm. get involved in media. Mm-hmm. And I would volunteer and I would just do little videos for the, say, the youth group or an outreach trip or yeah. whatever the case was. And that video would get to the top. It got to the man himself, Pastor Danny Carroll over at Water of Life Community Church. He got a ha- hold of this video and it said, wait a minute, what is what is this? It, it got his attention. Yeah. And he, he had asked, who who did this? Is it our, our media team? Because this doesn't look like our media team. And they said, no, it's the guy who's volunteering. And so... That got back to me saying, oh, that's that's great. Okay, it got to him. Cool. But I wasn't thinking about anything about anything. Yeah, I just sure. was to do it because I loved it. Yeah. And then I did it again. And sure enough, I got to his plate again. And he said, who, who is this? The same guy? Is this the same guy? And they said, yeah, it's the same guy. They said, okay, get him to come to one of our brand new CityLink uh, yeah, launches. Sure. It was a launch. The yeah. first oh, time. Crazy. I was literally the first day CityLink. They cut the ribbon. Oh, I didn't know It was that. a ribbon cutting event. And he'd asked, send him over there. I want to see what he can do. And I, how fast can he get me a video? Mm. And when they came back and said that, I realized he's testing me. Mm-hmm. And it was a challenge. And I was like, oh, okay, this is the first time anyone wants to like test me out. And I was like, I'm going to kill this thing. Yeah. So I went out with intention. I went out with real, like studying the camera, knowing what I was going to be, researching what the event was. I mean, I went all out. Yeah. And so I was able to go in and do this event. And of course, I had a relationship already with him already. I had been around. He had seen me. And uh, he he was, I, I got the video quickly to him. And they the day that I get him the video, they said, we bring him in here. We want him to hire him. Yeah. And the real unique thing about that story was I wasn't really qualified to mm-hmm. really work in a position at that caliber. Right. This was a mega church already, 12, 10 to 12,000 people already. And they were offering me a job from a position that really should have had somebody way more experienced, mm. somebody who already come from that world, not a kid who just had been just volunteering. Right. But the one thing that I will say that had the advantage over anybody like that was I had a way with people. Mm-hmm. The ability of getting people to talk to me in front of a camera, the ability of feeling trusted with me to, to just, they were so comfortable to just tell me their story that when they looked like they were talking, it didn't look like a video. They sure. looked very casual. And so... Yeah. That was the one thing that I, throughout some of my career jobs and some of the target jobs mm-hmm. and some of these other career jobs working as an EMT where I'm catering to people and those kind of things really all came into what made me good and realizing these talents and skills that I've learned from all these jobs is really the real part of this job. Yeah. I can learn camera work. I can learn how to edit. I can learn all that. But the real, t- the real, the real part of this job is people. Yeah. And how you can, you work with people, everything. I think it's big too that you're able to sell yourself. I mean, you got to be able to do that. You got to be able to rep yourself harder than anyone. Yeah. Then there's no one that can sell yourself better than who? Yourself. Yourself. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. There's no one that can do that more than yourself. And so that came with a lot of confidence building. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, a lot of support. Yeah. People who were really behind you, um, having really loved ones with you all the time, really pushing you and also really advertising for you too. That was a big part of that. People were advertising me out and, and, and just check out his stuff, that kind of thing. Yeah, it was before yeah. all of the social media was huge. Sure. 
uh, it was really word of mouth mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. So that was a huge part of my success. And so since then, gave me an opportunity. It really put my confidence level at a high level saying, okay, they trusted me. And I knew that at that point, I said, I'm going to go all in. And yeah. I, it was part of the, even when they were looking at hiring me, I said, if you, you, you allow me to leave these three jobs that I don't care anything about, that I don't belong in, yeah. non-creative jobs whatsoever, right. that if you can get me out of these and let me do this full time, I guarantee you. This, I literally said this in the, in the table. I mm-hmm. said, I guarantee you will see stuff you have never seen before. And it was such a confidence level because I already knew I know what I'm going to put my what I'm going to put myself through the yeah. ringer, mm-hmm. and the day that they hired me, I did it. I went full force. It wasn't just stopping on my job there; it was past that. I would do it day and night, day and night, day and night, day and night, and um, I went hard, man. And I studied and continued studying. I can, I really do consider myself an athlete. I've said this before, and yeah. in a lot of the workshops we do that my ability of being an athlete in this world is exactly that. I, I want to be a great athlete at learning the process. Mm-hmm. I want to train like the process. I want to be a professional like an athlete. And that requires studying, work ethic, um, people building, yeah. other things than just all the fun stuff. That yeah. an athlete you know, scores points, I'm going to be doing other things than just mm-hmm. scoring those ending results of the videos. You're going to see so much blood, sweat, and tears behind these videos, you would never know. And so I think this is a good opportunity too through this podcast to really get a more in-depth behind the scenes of, of what we have done, Sure. Uh, how you see how we pulled off some things, some also realizing, gosh, man, we failed so many times. Oh, yeah, you have to. We have failed. I'm, yeah. I, I could tell you right now I'm one of the biggest failures in this in this this whole game and everything i failed so many times so many times so many times, but that is that is really what made me really good at what i do because Definitely. i've been willing to risk failure so many times because yeah. i know that there will be so much success the more i fail there'll be success yeah and i'm excited to be able to 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 see that and share that and and really encourage people to know that this is not there's that we're all tri- striving to be perfectionists mm. um some of the best ones i know they're just man they're so perfectionists they're artists they're really good at what they do but so many great things happen in this field from accidents sure things that didn't plan on it oh yeah things that don't i mean you you can vouch yeah, for that we're gonna shoot. we're gonna get into yeah. those many times where some of the best shots we have in some of our productions just... were done because they were on accidents yeah. or they weren't planned or it just organically happened. Yeah. We rolled with it and mm-hmm. what a success those have been. And those are, I think those will be really great stories to share. Definitely. And I'm, I'm super, I'm super excited about that. So through a lot of these journeys that we've had has led me really into starting Brink. Yeah. This really was the, the level that started where I was able to start building a team building an organization and i thought this does no longer me anymore mm. i need to build a team and that's where brink really started and brink real people have asked me where did the name come from mm. where did that name come from it, it 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 really comes from being on the edge brink you're on the edge of something it could be used in a negative term but in our case it's used in a positive term that yeah. most people are on the brink of something large and the idea is that when you work with brink or you you will then be pushed over the edge to the next level yeah and that's really the idea where that came from and uh, it really vouches for what we believe in. Sure. I mean, we believe in taking people to the next level. We do work with a lot of nonprofit organizations. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of friends in the industry that are that are working in communities, working with youth, yeah. working with urban kids, and 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 changing lives, yeah. man, and making and a difference. Making a difference. And yeah. for one of the things that I really want to stress on what Brink really means and what we want to support is we want to support change mm. and making an impact with the use of film. See, I want people to understand that film is what I do, but is not who I am. Mm. There is so much more to me and my team than really just what we do. Sure. And the idea is that if we can be out there changing lives and doing something 
really impactful from the power of film. A p- film is a powerful tool. Oh, yeah. And we've only got a glimpse of what we're able to do. Right. We are excited to share those stories, working with a lot of our, t- our, our, our major team players. Yeah, yeah. And some of those we're going to have come in here and share some of those stories. Mm-hmm. And so that's where Brink came and where it started and where it's become. And we are so blessed to be able to get so much support from all of you guys, the people that really have wanted to hear this. Uh, hopefully people are listening and want to know yeah. more about what, where we're coming from and where we're going. And, and we want to just, we want to be different. We want to do something yeah. different. Uh, I don't want to be going through this career satisfied because I just did some, you know, big rapper video sure. or some avatar movie, but I was miserable and never really did anything yeah. successful in my own personal life. Yeah. I, I would be very content with making a great living, being successful, changing people's lives, but also doing something I love. Sure. And it all started from the day that that dad came in. Crazy. And hired me to do a wedding video. He has no idea. Straight lied to him. He had no idea the amount of impact that he did for me. And uh, you know, be really amazing is to meet the guy one day. That'd be cool. That'd be amazing uh, to finally come back around and to see that he started my career, not even knowing it. And then along the way, other great leaders like Pastor Dan, who was willing to take a risk on somebody like that, who saw vision because he saw vision and that ability to become a leader like that and an inspiration of me and then like my father to see that same inspiration and have great support behind me has really pushed me to start this this company we've been around for a number of years now and to just see some great success out of yeah. it it's been exciting and i look forward to just what's what's going about to become so leading into that man we are just thankful for you tuning in yeah. this is just the beginning intro it's kind of getting you a, a journey of where we're going to talk about we're going to be talking a little bit also just not about inspirational people but we're going to talk shop we're going to get into some camera work. Cameras. We're going to get into where we started, where we're going, where mm-hmm. we are. We're going to talk about, uh, you know, anything that you guys want to know about from uh, from just either leadership levels to all the way to technical stuff, yeah. the lighting concepts and what we use, the gear we use, how we discovered whatever. We want to just let you know that we are listening to your, your questions. Yes, please ask questions. We are listening. We have been asking good questions so far and feel free to, if this is of interest to you, Please ask the questions. Yeah. Hit us up at brinkbaby.com mm-hmm. and 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 re- directly contact us there. Uh, DM us. Uh, Instagram. Instagram. Uh, following at Brink Films. Brink Films. Uh, you can find us there as well. And then just, again, these po- podcasts will hopefully just be, hopefully will help. And we're looking forward yeah. to, to sharing that journey with you. Another big thing, too, also to keep in mind is we have Brink product. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a big thing that we've been really supporting. CG Jordan's rocking the sweater, the hoodie black sweater. That socks um, on, bro. Yep, I do got. Oh, I got the socks, so you guys can check that out. We got Brink socks. I mean, who's got Brink? See, who's huh? got their own socks, bro? Yeah, I'm, nobody <laughs> besides you. I'm literally no. So, one. so, so we have Brink product. We've got shirts. We got we got snapback caps. Um, we got camper caps. We got socks. We got hoodies. Pick up the product. Yes. Go buy support. Uh, know that what you are supporting is bigger than a just a typical film company. Yeah. You are supporting an organization that is also working with people in the urban communities, mm-hmm. nonprofit organizations, and uh, just about team building and leadership is really another part of it. And so, just a journey and 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 really shout out, and we will shout out more to all the leaders that really have been influencing in my life, the influences that are coming in your guys' lives. And we are going to share all those and those journeys along with you because they are all part of where we've been today. So I am super pumped up about that. And uh, it's going to be exciting. Let's go. So let's go. Let's do it. So thank you guys for checking it out. Thank you for tuning in. And we will be doing these regularly. So we look forward to just sharing these lives with you. So we'll see you next week on Staying Focused. One, two, one, two.
production. My man Khan for the discussion. Check it. Production. My man Khan for the discussion.